Rito, it's time. Hey, Tiny, you're gonna clean his windshield? <laughs> the fastest pit stop I've ever seen. It was a great stop, but he's still got to beat that race car out. It's going to be close. Welcome to another edition of the Q3 Podcast. This is a special pit stop edition because there has been some huge news in the world of Formula One. I'm Ben Pascuzzi. I am joined by James Worth. As always, James, how are we? I'm good, mate. I'm pumped. I'm absolutely keen. I mean, Ricardo, our, our big man. This is what the whole show is about. Um, he did uh, release a statement that he is leaving Red Bull at the end of the season to join uh, Renault F1 team. Which is absolutely giant news. So, of course, yes, for those that don't know, Ricardo, after having been part of the Red Bull community, family, since 2008, he announced, well, it was Red Bull first that announced it, said that Ricardo would not re-sign with the team for 2019 as what it was rumoured to be, that he would re-sign, but he hasn't. And he's gone to Renault, signing, I believe it is, upwards of 20 Australian or 20 million Australian dollars um, per year for the next two seasons. So it is a huge move. No one really saw this coming. It was floated back way back last season when Red Bull were doing their engine um, deals with Renault. That uh, obviously in the end it was Carlos Sainz who was sent over to Renault. Renault were rumoured to go after Daniel Ricciardo, but. Anyway, at the end of the day, they have now got their man, and Daniel Ricciardo will be in the yellow and black for the next two How years. How good is it? I mean, I was I messaged you, and I was like, we're literally, what was it, half an hour later, I was looking at um, Renault merchandise, and I'm like, yep, already, mm. already looking at merchandise, and I tell you, those shirts are amazing. All right, so we're just going to get into some talking points from this move. So why do we reckon he left Red Bull? Money. Um... Not car, even though even though people are questioning why he went to Renault, if the car's like it is, but um, it could be a bunch of things. And of course, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Uh, there could be, you know, a feud going on. He could be angry at Horner. He could be angry at Verstappen. You just don't know. Uh, but yeah, I reckon it's got to do with money, driving. You know, all the important mm. stuff. Uh, I don't reckon money is that huge of a factor. Now, of course, we put out a post um, on our page, uh, on the Q3 podcast page, asking for you guys, the listeners, to comment. Oh, how good was this? We got so many this. responses. Yes, we did. We shared it to the Formula 1 official fan group, the Daniel Ricciardo official fan group, and we got heaps of comments. So Tons. we are going to use some of your comments to help us in our argument, and I like this one. Uh, first up, this one's from Tommy Cosgrove. So he said that it's the best decision that Daniel Ricciardo has ever made. Uh, Red Bull was serving him nothing but second-class service so that he's called Max Verstappen a crash bandicoot, which I love, uh, to stay <laughs> relevant. And I think That's I great. think that is probably the major reason why he has gone to sign with Renault um, rather than That's stay great. with Red crash Bull. Because <laughs> crash Bandicoot himself, or Max Crash Stappen, um, he is clearly, and Red Bull have gone out and said that he... he, he 
I know they, they're saying that they're trying to be equal, but there is a clear favouritism towards Max Verstappen. And if anything's to go by, especially with Australians, at the Red Bull team, they are going to be favoured secondly to the favoured driver, which in Mark Webber's case was Sebastian Vettel. Yep. And we saw how that derailed his career. And he could have very well have won a championship had he been treated equally um, as Sebastian Vettel, especially in that first year when Red Bull uh, got four championships in a row so mm-hmm. that's a reason as well um for why he left rebel because rebel and yeah what no i was, I was, I was gonna read another comment but just go on no, no that's okay right. um so one of my mates um who i go to the soccer with is a big f1 fan and he commented um michael van eek um i feel that ricardo has moved to renault as he has become drastically as he, as he has seen how drastically their results have improved since coming back into F1 a few years ago. Uh, I feel like he feels that the next two years Renault can become a top three car and feels that they can challenge Ferrari and Mercedes. I guess this comment is sort of backed up by uh, Gary Griffiths who's saying that um, Daniel Ricciardo knows more than what we do in terms of Renault. Yeah. And strategically, he thinks it could be a good move for them. Let's all hope, obviously. Yeah, I think Renault, they are on the come up. And obviously the thing that appeals to Ricardo, which was um, reflected in a lot of the comments on our post, and thank you again for those comments. That was so good. Was that Renault are a works team, Red Bull isn't. And they never will be a works team, regardless of their partnership that they are going to have now with Honda. Uh, Renault is a works team. They are the third best works team, obviously behind Mercedes and Ferrari in the uh, F1 uh, in the F1 team world and Mm -hmm. of course they are fourth in the championship so they are on the come up they are going to have rather than sell their engines now to Red Bull they're going to have all the money and sources themselves to give themselves the best possible engines yep we never know. Obviously, their aerodynamic um, on the aerodynamic front needs to need some improvement, but we don't know what Daniel Ricciardo knows. He may know that someone of the esque of Adrian Newey may go to Renault, and he may know that their car is going to drastically improve. But I think just having the security of going to a team which is a works team, and as well, which is another factor as well, which was reflected in the comments again, he's going to be the number one driver at Renault. It's already, yep. it's, he's definitely the number one driver. Nico Hulkenberg got number two. It's just the perfect fit. The more you think about it. Yeah, I mean, I I think with uh, Renault coming up in the ranks, it'll give Nico Hulkenberg a better chance of you know getting wins because he's often been you know a really fantastic driver, but he just hasn't had the car or the quality to actually you know get a W. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing. How they, you know, invest with different engine parts and um, the R and D system, and um, which is research and development. So it'll be it'll be exciting times for the next two or three years for Renault. Um, do you have any more comments, Ben? They're all they're all um, essentially saying the same thing, but in different ways. And again, we we apologise that we can't go through every single comment, but it's all essentially saying the same essence and that is that Ricardo the more we think about it it is the right move he's going because he wants to a be the number one driver not be a Max Verstappen shadow obviously and go to a team that will favor him and that will respect him he's going to a works team and of course this is another one which has been reflected by Brendan Smith which is which has been reflected by some other comments as well mm-hmm. and that is that there is no guarantee that Red Bull are going to provide him a championship winning car now obviously there is no guarantee that Renault will either but I think the future prospects are more prosperous in the terms of going to Renault 
rather than Red Bull. And obviously, there is a lot of uncertainty in the Honda engine and the Honda reliability. So I think um, that's another that's another huge factor as to why Ricardo has chosen a Renault for the next two seasons, which has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Obviously, this has caused a lot of waves in terms of the uh, F1 world. Just quickly on... Actually, no, yeah, that's fine. Um, now there's a seat vacant for 2019 yes. at Red Bull. Who fills it? Now, obviously, Carlos Sainz and even Christian Horner, I can't remember if it was this year or last year, he came out and said, oh, it's clearly Carlos Sainz who's going to be the next, next fit at Red Bull. But... Amidst this move that Daniel Ricciardo has come out, some talk about a feud between Max Verstappen and Carlos Sainz has resurfaced again during their time at Toro Rosso. And this is uh, directly related to their two dads. Now, obviously, Max Verstappen's dad and Carlos Sainz's dad, and obviously, Carlos Sainz being a junior, his dad's name is Carlos Sainz. Yep. Uh, they butted heads and didn't have a good relationship during their two sons' time at Toro Rosso. So yep. that could be a factor. And also, the fact that that Carlos Sainz had a bit of a feud with the top hierarchy at Red Bull in note, Helmut Marco, and Helmut Marco was quoted as saying last year, do not bite the hand that feeds you, obviously being Red Bull feeding Carlos Sainz money to Renault and whatnot. Yeah. So there's obviously all that hoopla about that. Um, Carlos Sainz potentially not going to Red Bull, which what seemed like the guarantee. Then there's the prospect of promoting Pierre Gasly only one year in. Uh, from racing in Toro Rosso. And there's a rumour name out there, potentially Esteban Ocon as well. But who what? do you think? Who do you think um, uh, replaces Daniel Ricciardo at Rebel? My immediate, my immediate thought was Carlos Sainz. Yeah. Like, he's, if it's not an indication that he's still got his Red Bull logo on his Renault helmet, like, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's not a certainty, but it's pretty much like saying, you know, all the stars are aligning for him to go to Red Bull. But, like, you know, Fernando Alonso, will he move? Who knows? I mean, like, is there is there another seat lined up for him? Will he go back to Ferrari once Raikkonen retires? Um, it's just... I don't think we'll find, a like, a direct answer until the end of the season, obviously. But for me, it's got to be Carlos Sainz. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking it's got to be Carlos Sainz. Now, obviously, there is the talk of this feud and whatnot, but I think he is the best fit for Red Bull. And Carlos Sainz, what is he? Is he 25, I think he Yeah, is? yeah, something like that. 25. 25 around, or 24. Around that age anyway, and obviously that is older than Max Verstappen. Sorry, he's even younger. He's 23. There you go. Um, Pierre Gasly, younger than that. Um, he's only had the one-year experience at Toro Rosso. Now, yes, he has exceeded... Um, expectations. Pierre Gasly is 22, so only a year younger than um, Carlos Sainz. But nevertheless, the experience factor comes into it. Now, I would argue that you'd prefer to have a an experienced driver like Carlos Sainz onto the um, to fill the void of Daniel Ricciardo, and rather than have two upcoming Formula One stars go head to head. Now, Carlos Sainz can be argued as being an up-and-coming Formula 1 star, and he is, but he is more experienced than Max Verstappen, and that will help and aid in Max Verstappen's development rather than bringing in someone who has only the one new experience in Formula 1. And I think that, that that's my reasoning as to why I think it needs to be Carlos Sainz for that reason. Yes, they may have that, that feud, but 
I just see him as the better fit, being that more mature driver, having that more experience than Pierre Gasly, than potentially an Esteban Ocon, which has been thrown out there as well as a potential replacement. I think he's the perfect fit. Pierre Gasly, yep. it's only been one year. Yes, of course, there is the allure that he has had one year with the Honda engine under his belt, but I don't see him and Max Verstappen potentially working out considering they are on the same upward spiral and trend in their Formula 1 career. Yep. Do you propose have any... Okay, so I'll lead in the Esteban Ocon to Rebel talk with this, that as recently as this morning, Force India, they've been bought out by a, a group led by Lance Stroll's father, Lawrence. So they've been now officially bought by them and they have been saved from going into administra- administration prior to this uh, month's Belgium Grand Prix, which is, of course, occurring at the end of the month, and we cannot wait for some more Grand Prix action to come. Now, because Lawrence Stroll is the headhunter of this, and probably, I don't, we don't have the full details on this yet, but say he's in charge of Force India or whatnot, he's got a huge say. Does he, um, sorry, does Lance Stroll now effectively go to Force India? Oh, 100%. Now, with that, I agree as well. He's and uh, There was already talk that he was going to go to Force India anyway. I mean, it's a clearly better car than a Williams car. So he's gone. Say who so who, who will then vacate a Force India seat for him? And say it is Esteban Ocon. This, I think it will be. I think it will be Ocon who and goes lose to his Force seat. India. He'll lose his seat then. No, he won't. He'll go to another team. Who Reckon. will Ocon go to? Could he go to Red Bull? No. Why would he go to Red Bull? I mean, Why wouldn't he go to Red Bull? Would Christian want to be willing to, you know, have him at Red Bull? Of course he'd be willing to have him. But it's like, you've got so many other, not better options, right, that you can possibly get, but you're choosing Ocon because he's out of a seat. Like, you don't, that's not really how Ocon works, Well, then you're choosing Carlos Sainz because he's out of a seat then, if you're going by your logic. Yeah, correct, because Carlos Sainz is the better fit for it, in my my opinion. Hmm. Um. I mean, it's... Well, it's been said that right. Esteban Ocon is on the way out. Theoretically, anyway. theoretically speaking, if Roman Grosjean loses his seat, Ocon will go to Haas. Because or Ro- Ro- Grosjean will probably lose his seat. Yeah. yeah. Or Ericsson or mm. like someone... Or you know what? If if Leclerc goes to Ferrari, there's a swap for him at Salva. The issue is that Force India is a Mercedes-run team. Mm-hmm. And he have to be released from the Mercedes contract. Now, obviously, Mercedes have their two seats filled, which is why I brought up he could switch teams in general. Get out yeah, of Mercedes yeah. contract, potentially go to a Rebel team, because I do think he is of the talent, the same talent as Carl Sainz and Pierre Gasly, if not potentially better, because for the fourth senior car this season, hasn't been up to scratch, especially in the last two seasons. But he has yep. shown the potential. Um, I think it's more likely, though, that he does go to a, probably like a Haas um, yeah, which is the likely team at the moment. But on that, on that note, what does this mean for the rest of the market now? So it's very open, very very open. What happens? What happens at McLaren? What happens at Haas? What's, what's going to get? What's going to happen? I mean, Haas has got some a lot of thinking to do of what um, for their future because if they if they keep the drivers, you know, there's a risk of not doing anything next season. Even though Grosjean's had a good ride, um, you know, the last consecutive couple of rounds. Um, you know there is that tendency to say, "Well, hey, you know, you've got a, you've got a kind of a bad history." Um, so, you know, there's just different things that they've got to weigh up. Saying, you know, is it 
of course, all all of the teams are going to have an end of season review and say like, is this is this driver worth keeping? And if not, there's new drivers. You know, like um, Giovinazzi. Um, he he's been linked with numerous teams saying, oh, he might join this one. He might join that one. So there's so many teams who are, you know, probably going to cull one or two. Um, you know, you never know. Haas could just, um, you know, kill both of their drivers off. You just don't know. Um, it's it's a very it's a very open ended question. There's lots of different opinions for it. Uh, so this is how I see it panning out. So I see Carlos Sainz going to Red Bull. If he doesn't go to Red Bull, says Pierre Gasly, there is a remaining seat at Toro Rosso. Carlos Sainz will not go to Toro Rosso. Carlos Sainz will potentially go to a house because I think Ramon Grosjean is gone at the end of the year. Another driver that's gone is Sergei Sorokin. He's all but gone. Now, there has been, obviously, there's a huge talk around McLaren. And again, Ocon's name is going to come up again because he has been rumoured to fill a McLaren void because it's, it's seeming that's going to come, whether it is from Fernando Alonso or Stoffel Van Dorn. I don't think, if you are McLaren, I think the ideal scenario for McLaren is that Fernando Alonso leaves because I don't think you can sack Stoffel Van Dorn because even Fernando Alonso has said it himself. I don't think you can either. He's had a crap car. All year, I, we don't. I don't have the stat on how many retirements and DNFs that he's had, but it has been. I'd I'd say that it's more than what he's finished. I think. Um, yeah. I'm I, again. I'm not going to say I don't have the exact number in front of me, but it has been a lot. And his teammate has said it, and it's, it's true. He hasn't had the car to show his talent. And Correct. I don't think you can sack him. I don't think you can It'd get be- him out of a seat if he hasn't had the chance and the opportunity to prove himself with a good car. So. I think the ideal scenario for McLaren is that Fernando Alonso leaves, and I think it is ever it's increasingly likely that Fernando Alonso is now going to leave uh, McLaren. Whether he joins another F1 team is another story. There's been memes that he may join Red Bull. I highly doubt that, that he will go to Red Bull, but he's gone. So I think that you say Stoff, Ocon maybe going to McLaren, but it's so open, and I, we, we can't wait because there's probably going to be so many moves that happen over the summer market, potentially, that could yep. happen, but... Yeah, any other pressing issues that you've got? Not really. I mean, it's we're just going to have to wait till the end of the season for all this stuff mm. to just happen. Um, we can, you know, speculate as much as we want, but, you know, we're never going to get it right nine times out of ten. I just want to finish on a question. Yep. If, hypothetically, there was a Mercedes or a Ferrari seat still vacant, would you have still preferred Daniel Ricciardo to go to Renault or would you prefer to go to either Mercedes or Ferrari? Oh, 100%. We want Renault. Ferrari. To go to Ferrari. 100%. Why? Better car, Yeah. in my opinion. Um, he's got a better chance of winning. So if one of those seats, again, Mercedes or Ferrari were free, you'd prefer him to go to one of those teams rather than Renault? Yeah. Okay. Solid just performance for that year. Like, again, yeah, it's a developing team. They're going to take a couple of years. But if he wants a championship, like, immediately, he's going to go to one of those teams. Now, I'd argue that he wouldn't get a championship if Ooh. he joined one of those two teams. Because they've already, there's already two number one drivers there. There's already Lewis Hamilton. There's clear favoritism towards him. And Ferrari, there's huge favoritism, even more than Mercedes, to uh, Sebastian Vettel. So if he goes to one of those teams, he'll be second fiddle. And regardless of how good the car is, all he's going to be doing is being a wingman in terms of what Toto Wolff described Valtteri Bottas as. He'd be a wingman for whoever driver he, um, one of those teams he drove for. And, and then team... Um, and then uh, t- team orders would come into team play and that's it. Play, yeah. He wouldn't be able to win a championship. So the more that we think about the Renault decision, it's the perfect 
choice. And Fair enough. obviously yeah. there's a lot of potential behind it and this could be a huge smack in the face. But one thing that we haven't talked about that we forgot to mention is that Lewis Hamilton, when he joined Mercedes, he left McLaren. Now, McLaren were a top team, of course, back then. They were slightly on the decline, um, but he joined a works team of Mercedes who were on the come up. And he saw the potential there. He bided his yeah, time and bang, yep. he started winning championships. I now, see where you're coming from. A lot of people and a lot of people in the comments as well have stated that this could be a Hamilton-esque move and I love it. I love this. So that's why I think regardless of whether or not I'm a Ferrari or Mercedes seat was vacant, I think this is the best move for him. Yep, fair number enough. one driver, he's got a guaranteed works I, team. I, 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 it works. Is, is he going to be number? One? He's going to be number one driver, right? no, no matter what, isn't he? Yes. Yep. Uh, poor Nico Hulkenberg. Nico Hulkenberg will be happy with that. That's you reckon? Right. Yeah, Nico Hulkenberg was never going to be number one driver. Anyway, that's it for uh, this special pit stop edition of the Q3 podcast. It's been a pleasure, James. As always, we'll be back. Uh, when? We'll be back in two weeks. Two to three weeks. We'll preview the Belgian Grand Prix again. If, if something anything happens, happens, we'll be back. We'll be back. And because we said that last week, you can probably count your bets that it may happen. <laughs> uh, if anything happens, do keep tuning into our Facebook page because we will put a question from now on prior to each show, which we want you guys to answer and help contribute to the show. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to us on iTunes yet, do so. Go to iTunes at the Q3 a podcast. Of course, all our shows as well will be on Omni. But until then... Until three weeks' time, or potentially another huge something, news, whatever, move happens in the world of Formula One, we will catch you at the front of the grid.